and welcome to another episode of The Real Film Shady with me, Katrina. And me, Martin. How are we this week? Ah, not bad. Are you okay? That's... I was okay with your introduction this week. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah. No, nothing to fill me up on this week. Nah, you're, you've improved. Well, thanks. Week by week, you've went from strength to strength. Thanks very much. How are you? I'm alright. I'm thinking that you start off the podcast by apologising for my... Um, Pick of the film. Uh, well, it was a cop out anyway, because you cheated. I, I fucked up. Yeah. You took <laughs> the chance <laughs> to pass um, the blame on to me. No, I, I accept the blame. I know I've went like, the whole time since we watched it saying you picked it. I mean, you did technically pick it, but I'll take it as my... I'll take the hit. Right? It was your fault. I know, but I was just trying to jazz things up for us and make it a bit more exciting and be like, ooh, what are we going to watch this week? And then it completely backfired, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't advise doing that. Yeah, no, it's not. Do you want to tell people what we watched? Uh, we watched Citizens Kane. Citizen Kane. Yeah. Not citizens. <laughs> it's not plural. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea. Right, before we even moan about it, right? Okay. Because, let's face it, the two of us are going to moan about it. Yeah. But... See if it wasn't on the list. I'd have gave up. Would you have watched it? I'd have gave up. No, like, even before you knew... If no. Would you, did you ever have any appetite of watching it? And never even heard of it before. Oh, you must have heard of it. No. Nothing. Oh, I'm surprised at that. But, no, you've only... No. You never had, never wanted to watch it. No. I'd heard of it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's always been one of those films that I knew was a... Classic, classic. Or dreams as a classic. I must watch. Uh huh. I've always, that list I've always liked the idea of liking it. Uh huh. But now that you've I really it. don't like it. <laughs> so do you want to, the synopsis of it? I honestly don't fucking know. <laughs> I know. I feel like we need to explain it because I dare say not a lot of people probably watch this film. No, this is the thing. It was in like nineteen forty. Nineteen forty-one. Yeah. I, I, Basically, yeah. this old guy who was very rich owned uh-huh. a newspaper. He was a newspaper tycoon. Basically, you can, yeah, he essentially came from nothing, built up his empire, owned several newspapers, and then kind of built this his own place I, called Xanadu. I, I don't know. And then obviously died. And then the whole point of the film is the reporters would obviously investigate and, not investigate, but like, Either, they either trying to re- release a film about him uh-huh. or a documentary. Or um, so they're like, right, we're we'll going to do a wee investigation on him, check out, you know, his life. His last words were Rosebud. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So they went and started to like chronicle his life, basically. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was the, shite. Yeah. I, like, see, it's obviously the opening bit, right? I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so the opening bit. And then it was obviously the, like, now we know it was actually, like, the trailer for the film that they were going to release yeah, uh-huh. on um, Charles Kane. But see, at the time when I was watching it, I was just like, what the actual uh, is what this? Is this? Uh-huh. Because it was just the... Whilst it was doing that bit, all I could think of was, I can't do this for two hours. No! <laughs> see, I was going to, not watch If it was going to go hours. like that, I'd probably just vetoed it and just... I'd done a wee podcast and like, sorry guys, no. <laughs> Two minute episode saying, we tried, we failed. <laughs> yeah, come See back next week. Come back next week. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I couldn't know. It was, because it, it was just like flashes of his life. Uh-huh. And you were like, am I supposed to know what's what's going on here? 
And then also they had the old fat. Well, I dare say it probably would have been modern at that time. But they had the old fashioned announcer who was like, "And on this day, forty yeah. years ago," and you're just like, "This is intense." Well, the narrator. Uh-huh. Talking about the narr- How loud was it? It was so like I turned it down because Carol next door would have been like, "What the hell's going on in there?" It was so. It was so loud. It just shouted everything. It shouted everything, and I'm like, "Oh, know, this is a lot of information and very loud." But it was that classic thing in the narrator voice. Oh, Do yeah. you know what it reminded me of? What. Have you ever seen George of the Jungle? Yeah, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, but I think he's doing it as like. A he's always like a comical uh, version uh-huh. of it, but uh-huh. that's what it was. It was like that. Yeah. George is swinging into a tree. Uh huh. Not like what, that at all. Well, that uh, it was so uh-huh. comedically dramatic. Yeah, it was very. But that... I felt like actually like oh like kind of taking a wee bit back by it because no. it was just. Being shouted at. So intense. I was just like, okay. If it was like that for any longer than what it was, I was getting ready to turn off. I'm not going to lie to you. Because I, 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 I was scared. If it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't have watched it. No, me either. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have finished it. No. No. There was quite a few times where I'm like, can't we think we could, think we should, think just, we, uh, let's just, just Google what it's about. <laughs> just talk about the show. I mean, we do that anyway, so we're Let's fine. talk about his Wikipedia page or something uh-huh, like that. Because, but... I'm not going to lie, uh-huh. by the end of this episode, I'll have dedicated nearly three hours of my life to this fucking film. Mm-hmm. And it's rubbish. Nah, it's absolutely it's rubbish. Was it like, not like 8.9 or something on the 8.3, I think it was. On IMDb. No, sorry, they need to review that, because that was gash. I don't, like I said, I like the idea of liking it. Uh-huh. I know it's supposed to be... Classic. Superb and excellent. Uh-huh. I don't see it. Man. I said, no, I didn't get it at all either. I didn't get the whole like you know how like so obviously if you think kind of either that kind of time of when the movie uh-huh. was was, uh-huh. was out in my head and I know it is probably because it's just black and white as well. I just think it's a wonderful life. I love it's a wonderful life. I get emotional watching it. I'm invested in it. I don't even care if it's in black and white. I don't even take notice that it's in black and white. And you come away watching that and being like, that was a good film. Mm-hmm. The first time we've seen it. Aye. And every time we've seen it, I was not even phased by that at all. I was actually just like, let's just watch it and get it done. Because <laughs> it was so bad. Well, see, it was so bad. I don't mind a wee black and white film. Uh-huh. I'm quite happy to go back and yeah, watch them. Vintage. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See what annoys me about black and white films? Uh-huh. There's always a snow scene. Oh yeah. Why do that? You uh, can't see you it. You can't see it. It's just like you remember. And obviously, it's a wonderful life instead of Christmas, and well, it's very yeah, snowy as well. Snow. That's uh-huh. fine. It just reminds me. Do you remember when before satellite, before satellite, when you had your analog TV, uh-huh. and then at like eleven o'clock when all the channels just turned uh-huh. off, it's fuzzy. and you'd fu- you'd fallen asleep, uh-huh. and you wake up, and it's just like. A fuzzy screen. Uh, that static screen. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what it reminds uh, me of. I don't know why they do it. Like, mm-hmm. you can't you see can't that see it's snow. You just kind of And it was the same in that... Can I hurt your eyes a bit? Citizen Kane, when mm-hmm. he was out playing with his sledge. And Are you just like, what's going on here? I uh-huh. oh. I just don't like the fact, that, again, I, I get that it's like... The, the, the start of it, like the first 20 minutes or whatever it was, was obviously his... The wee kind of trailer for the film. Mm-hmm. But obviously, because it jumped about a lot, it just it. I know then throughout the film, it kind of went back to these snippets from obviously the yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. But there was just it just it was it, took, it just 
put me off watching it because you were on it, you were lost before you even began. I See, I don't really know what I was expecting no, to go into it, but whatever I was expecting, I definitely <laughs> never, I never got it. it put it that way. Yeah. It was a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you've had the trailer of the film. You see all the kind of the reporters. reporters in the room being like, so what do you think? And they were like, oh, you know, we need, I need more from it, uh-huh. I think was the kind of thought, the thought of it. Because it was very document, like it was like, it came from here, he went and done this, he bought this paper, he then bought this paper, he then done this and he then bought this land and built this big palace with like 60 acres of land, a zoo, it was going to be one of these things where I think it was eventually going to be like a kind of theme park uh, kind of way. Uh, you know, Disney or something. Uh-huh, and it had like, yeah, like I said, it's got a zoo, theme park, everything, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then obviously it was like, and then passed away and all that kind of stuff. And they were like, look, we need, we, we need even more emotion from it, I think was probably what they're going for. And then obviously that's when they, they have the, the discussion and they then go, alright, okay, it's Rosebud, right, let's see what, that, what, what that obviously meant something to, it was his last words, let's, let's see if we can find out. Um, so you then obviously see... What would be your last words? What would you want your last words to be? Martin done it. Boom. Aye, probably would be me. <laughs> what would be yours? I don't know. I think I would just, just... I don't know? Or... No, I think I would say some absolute nonsense and pure leaves like, what the... What, what was that all about? So just a general day for you then? Just be like... Colonel Sanders combed my hair and just leave it at that and see what I'm not going to lie, I thought you were going to be like a Mikoda one, like Colonel <laughs> Sanders with a no, with comb like in the kitchen. A pure nonsense, nonsense sentence and mess with your mind. Okay. I think I would... Uh, You'd be a dick like that, wouldn't you? you just, uh, uh, she's on a wild goose chase <laughs> to find out what it meant. Aye. Um, okay, that's fine. I just wanted to point the finger at you just so, like... You know when we watched Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes. And I just sat there like, what's going on here? Uh-huh. Was that, that, that's that same level? Was I, same level. It's one of those ones where like my eyebrows are frowned, my, <laughs> my mouth a wee bit slightly open. You've got a couple extra like wee wrinkles because I, of it. I just, really? at no point did I think I understood what was going on in that film. Mm, so, like you say, the first trailer, I was just like, what? As the film kind of went on, obviously you see the reporter and he's going round essentially people that, uh, that, he knew. that he knew to try and find out a bit about him and have they, have they ever heard him saying Rosebud? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. So obviously when you go and see them, they then tell the story of, oh well, I remember, and you get, get the flashback. Yeah. So there were parts of the flashbacks that I was then like, oh okay, that's from that was in the trailer. Like when he bought the newspaper, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I kind of like was like, all right. Okay, so we're also then getting a story like a day in the life kind of thing, um, and I kind of was like, all right, okay. But even then, I still I was still a bit like, ah, I'm I'm not really that interested <laughs> to be fair to find out about him like that. Well, much. right at the start, before he's when he's a wee kid. Mm-hmm. And he's out playing in the snow. His uh, mum and dad. The origin. Uh, uh, his mum and dad are in their cabin. Uh, I couldn't believe that. 
I can't actually but she's like that straight what you say when you, I don't know if this is I don't know if I picked it up wrong, but did they sell their kids? They they sold the son, Charles Kane, to the bank. So they've sold her, they've, they've sold their son. That's that's what I took from it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong and please get in touch if we are, right? But the two of us got like we're watching at the same time and the two of us have not discussed it since. And the two of us got that, that they've essentially sold their son to the bank for something like £7,000 a year or something like that. But I, I got the idea, I got the impression that the dad was a drunk. I think, And yeah. he was maybe yeah. abusive towards the kid, like he would hit him or something like I that. I think that might be been, but again, but you, it wasn't like... It wasn't blatantly obvious. No, because and he was being nice and nice, but I don't know if that even was... Even if that's the case, if, the bank if your dad is hitting you or your, your mum finds out your dad's hitting you or whatever... There's other means. Sell the dad, don't sell the dad. No, there's, there's other means to like leave him or I, 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 like just yeah, like I couldn't believe that. I like I say, I didn't know if that's what I was picking up. I didn't know I, if that's what was happening. That it seems like he gets sold. Gated. I mean, don't get me wrong. He then went on to be very, very rich, but you still kind of want to be surrounded by your mum and your dad. Well, I just think like, like I get. That if that is the case that the mum's essentially sold the son, I get why she's done it because obviously in her head she's getting him away from the dad, so keeping him safe. But even then, the whole thing about but the there's dad, other means to. It wasn't really explained. That it that wasn't was ex- definitely the case. No, I've just kind of made that just, massive leap. Well, it was more the fact that right at the very end where they were like, "Oh, you're going to go away with Mister, was the bank guy, um, Thatcher, Mister Thatcher. You're going to go away with him." Um, and they were like, "Oh, are you coming as well?" And they were like, "No, we're we're gonna uh, it's just we're gonna stay here." And the dad was being nice, but like I say, I don't know if that's just because the bank guy was there that he was mm. like, "Oh, I need to put on a show." Um, and then obviously the mum had made like it was like one wee comment that was like, "Well, at least he won't be anywhere near you." Yeah, and that was it. That was the only inclination that we got that the dad was abusive. Towards, do you know what I mean? Do you know what one of the most annoying things about the film was? Just one. One of the most annoying. Oh, right, okay. I was going to say just one. Oh, they just kept saying Mister Thatcher and Mister Carter oh. or Mister. I thought Kane I was watching or... Reservoir Dogs. Oh my God. Mister Pink, Mister Blue. Just say the guy's name, man. Uh huh. And, and the thing is, when you're seeing a story about that person, it was well, Mister Carter. <laughs> Mr. Carter? Mr. Carter? It was the same thing. I don't even know if the guy's name is Mr. Carter. <laughs> no, I know. But he kept saying... Si- I know. Every sentence had uh, the guy's name in it and he kept saying... It was so frustrating yeah. that he kept saying Mr. Just... Just call him Bob. You, you know who you're talking to. Uh, just, but I think back in the day it was all the politeness. I know, and... you're, I know it's being polite. But I don't say, Katrina, let's go for a drive, Katrina. Let's take a left here, Katrina. Like, I don't do that. Like, nobody would do that. <laughs> so why do they do it? Why do they keep saying? I don't know, Mister Carr. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It was driving me around the bend. Right. Every time they were talking to someone. Yeah, and I, the bit that also kind of got me was see when the the news reporter went and was seeing the kind of ex-wife, and I think it was like the wee bar or something. That just after also she'd found out the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, just after they found out that obviously he died so kind of talked to me and she was like I'm not talking to you I'm not talking to you and then he was like oh, are you going to make a phone call right 
see, now I know, like, Glaswegians, we do talk very fast. They were talking, I, like, I can not follow half the stuff they were saying. Uh, they were very fast. And it was like, hey, say what you say, and all that, kind of, and I was it's just very, like... Very stereotypical but am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> and then obviously, so he's on the phone to his boss, and then he then was talking to the wee servant guy, and I missed half the conversation because I was trying to work out what they were even because we're talking too fast, and it was very, very kind of like, mm-hmm. and then like you say, it's all kind of polite, but like kind of aggressively polite yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I am. I don't know if any of my points are in chronological order, to be honest, because <laughs> right, I don't okay. really know if I was following I'm it trying properly. to with mine. Do you but... know what bit I kind of got into? And it's going to make me sound ridiculously sexist, and I don't mean it to be. But see when there was like the show dance? Oh, the, for me, apparent reason. I know, I don't know why it happened. For no apparent reason. I found the song quite catchy. It was a catchy I found song. the wee performance mm-hmm. when they were all dancing quite mm-hmm. funny. Um, there's no need for that. When there was the wee the leader of the uh-huh. group, the uh-huh. guy, yeah. I, the wee song was quite good. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Mr. Kane. I, I found it quite funny. Yeah. I got into that bit. Mm. Um, but um, as soon as that scene finished, I was bored with my nut again. I'm, uh, I'm going to take a leaf out of your book and be like, that's 20 minutes of the film that could have been cut. Oh, definitely. Because there mean, was literally no need for that at all. Because he was just... Was there much need to the film? I mean, no. But... Yeah, I just, like, that... It's because they were celebrating him, but no. I don't know why they were celebrating him. Well, I, don't I think really... he bought, or he was going away to Europe, possibly. Probably, aye, because he went away for a bit, but I don't know. Um, but just have a, like, have a dinner and say cheerio. But then... You don't need to get yeah, a I full... think you're all showboaty and... I know, but Jenky was like... <gasps> Jenky was maybe like the kind of OG Wolf of Wall Street. Possibly. I've Boom. no idea. There you go. I've Just dropping that one in there. Could be. Could be. A bit very timid. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Um, we should watch that film. We should review that film. Mm-hmm. Is that because Margot Robbie's in it? Mm, one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I know you. Don't you worry. Um, I, I quite like that level of attention myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Well, I don't know, man. I just... You can, if I come home from work one day and you're standing there dressed as a sexy Uncle Sam and... Aye. What's his name? Martin McCaffrey. <laughs> doesn't no, work. Not what like No, it doesn't work. Nor what will be happening in not the Not in this No. Alright. Passing that one, thanks. What a shot. Yeah. What a shot. I was hoping that if you'd agreed to it, mm-hmm. said yes, even sarcastically, mm-hmm. it would have been recorded and then you would have had to have done it because I've got the proof. You do realise I spend my whole day having my voice recorded through so work that I'm... You know what you're saying, I you know think saying. about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm a bit of a politician like that now because I'll just waffle around it to like agree but not really agree. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh-huh. So, I've got two points right after each other. Okay, let's go for right, it. Right, and it's... Set myself in. Juicy. It's a couple of complaints more than anything. I mean, the full thing's going to be a complaint. No, I know, I know. But one of the wee old guys says, <clears throat> old age is the one disease... Oh, yeah. ...that people don't look forward to being cured from or something like that. As if... Aye. As if, like... It's just a pure acceptance and... Uh-huh. I can't wait till I'm old. I think it's more just the fact that it's like the cure for old age is Aye. 
hand well, made. Well, but that's going to be the case for a lot of diseases. And I know, but I mean, a lot of I'm illnesses and quite looking forward to being. You just want to wear a bonnet. I want to I walk about in my shopping trolley and and your dog. Give or take. I just <laughs> I was just holding you to said yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like you've had a decent life. Mm-hmm. Don't moan then about being old. Aye. You've lived a good life. But then he was the one that ended up being a drunk, so I think he's probably a bit bitter about something. That's the, the pal that was... tell you that he was a drunk, kitchen. you know? I know, see the pal that at the typewriter and they passed Oh, out. is that him? That was him. What was it? I think. Possibly. Oh, the next scene, basically, the guy says that um, memory is a curse. Uh-huh. No, it's not. No. It can be, but it's not always. No, but if you're... If you're getting old, the one thing you want to cling on to is your memory. Yeah, but there's maybe certain things you don't want to remember. I think that's more what he's meaning. Uh, but it, there's but a, it's a very stupid way of saying it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Especially, I, I've, I've said to you for as long as I can remember, no matter what happens to me when I'm older, I don't want to lose my memories. Ah, uh, you're going to Switzerland, don't you? If that happens, I then you've got the permission to pull the plug. Yeah, you've got uh, that, guys. Um, Keep but this recording. The thing is... Even if you say, well, if that ever happens, mm-hmm. and you turn around and say, right, Martin, you said when this day comes mm-hmm. to pull the plug, I'm not be able to remember it, so you could have just lied to me. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I've got it all figured out. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like these people just aren't grateful at all. No, I feel as well like it's that kind of... They've... <sighs> There wasn't the, the, a likeable character. No, and I saying. think as well, like you probably find that they've, they've tried to make like a kind of really, like, powerful line or statement mm-hmm. from a character. So like that, like you say, memory it's a curse. As if like, oh, that's a pure really powerful statement, and it's actually just all the shite. Yeah, I think it's probably been that. But yeah, it feels like they were making a point of, you know, being. Being in your youth, that's that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to be. Getting old, you know, nobody wants to get old. And if you're old, you're um, you're null and void, essentially, I uh-huh. think is the case. Because probably, again, don't know because I wasn't alive then. But back then, as soon as you hit a certain age, that was you. You were just kind of put out the pasture. But, I mean, we are what a lot of people would see in our prime at our age. Oh, I don't feel it, man. It's a fucking shit show at the moment. Like, I really don't want to be. I really don't want to be. Like, I'm more than happy to, to be old and... That's yeah. all the way Uh-huh. It reminded me of two people. Oh, two? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought, growing up... Yep. It looked like um, a mixture between Jack Nicholson. He did. I said that to you. He did say that. Mm-hmm. But I also thought there was a big bit of uh, Gomez from Adam's family in there as well. I think it was the hair. Aye, and the he moustache, and then the way he was dressed yeah, as well. Yeah, he had a very big forehead. Well, I don't I, know, if it, again, if it was the hairline. I think his hairline was But it was like, as if, like, his, his face was kind of squashed down the bottom half, mm-hmm. so where your eyes would normally be, that's where his eyebrows were. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then his face was just below it, oh. and then everything else was just <laughs> forehead. Um. No, you're right. And his shoulders. Oh, my God. That's, that's got to be, like, a, a suit or something. I think they're trying to make him look... No, but he looked like he had a big, massive... Body and a wee tiny nut, a wee tiny head, and and then like these massive shoulders. His shoulders were huge. Uh-huh. Like there was no need for it. 
But aye, there was that definite mix between Jack Nicholson and Gomez from the Adams Family. Okay. And he aged absolutely terribly. Aye. He was... He looked really old and like death warmed up by the end of the film. I think that was probably the point. Now, granted, he did die mm-hmm. by the end of the film, but... Again, I think that was probably the point. But at least when he started off and he bought over the newspaper and all that, mm-hmm. good-looking guy, full of life mm-hmm. and cocky, mm-hmm. by the end of it, yeah. he, he, he was a shadow of himself. He was. A shadow of himself. Absolute shadow. Um, I think I've exhausted all my points. I've just rambled. I know you have. Now. It's fine. It's okay. We're going for it. Um, one of the things that I was a bit like, mm, with, so obviously when they were doing... I keep talking about this trailer at the start, but it's just, right. So obviously he gets married to the president's niece. Yeah, and which they, right, sorry to butt in, uh-huh. but they made it out to be a pure big thing. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't the president's daughter, it was the president's niece, uh-huh. which is, let's face it, Nothing. not really anything. Like, it's like marrying the Pope's cousin. Uh-huh. Right, okay, what about it? Aye, but like, I could tell you, like, obviously... Obama's. <laughs> I'm just, I'm moving past that. <laughs> I don't know why I started talking about So, like, I could tell you, like, Obama's daughter's, could I tell you, and his niece? No, I know. Right? So, anyway, so obviously, it's like. I'm married. talking about Trump's niece, they're probably his daughters as well, so. Oh, zing. <laughs> um, <laughs> just... Political! <laughs> um, you put me off now. Sorry. So, <laughs> obviously he made a big thing that he was marrying the president's niece. Yeah. Um, you kind of see these snippets throughout the film of obviously the two of them together. When they first started, really in love with each other. And then obviously, as things progress, they fall apart. Like, he's always at work and not getting, not giving her affection. And because of that, she's then not giving him affection mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But seeing the wee trailer thing, they also, like, they talked about the fact that they get divorced. And then, like, two months later, she dies in a car crash with her with son, which you'd imagine would be his. I missed that, but I don't know. Well, exactly. But then it was not addressed in the film whatsoever. And I feel that'd be quite a big bit. Yeah. So I it just went from, obviously, the two of them having a bit of a tiff. He, she then receives, the wife then receives a letter, and she was like, I'm going to go to such and such, are you coming yeah, with me? Aye. And he was like, where are you going? And obviously she said the address, the address. And he was like, you could see him like his face, he was like, oh, nuts. I've been caught. Uh-huh. So they go at the address and it turns out that it's this, he's back beside, essentially, that you'd again seen them talking to um, earlier on. Same castle. Is it? Exactly, right. So you then kind of find out that basically the he was going up for... There's a lot happened in this film, right? I'm trying to remember it all. So obviously, uh, Charles Kane was going up for being the governor. Yeah. So his opponent had actually forced his bit in the side to write the letter to his wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can keep track. So they've obviously, the wife and Charles Kane have went to the bit in the side's apartment where the opponent was there and was like, ha, caught you. Uh-huh. So the wife's then like, he, the opponent, sorry, was then like, right, you can either drop out and this all goes away or this is this is going right. to be every single paper uh-huh. that isn't owned. I feel you're just telling the full story here. No, I am. What's, what's your point? So, 
you then see obviously things progress and essentially the wife's like are you coming he's like no i'm going to stay here uh-huh. so they divorce yeah but then like, like you say there's no, no mention of the car crash and then like two weeks later they're like oh by the way see the bit in the side and charles kane they're now married I don't and know. it was like i feel as if some bits were really drawn out and then other bits were like done and you're like, the film's on for like two hours, so you could at least just... I know, no, I, don't, I didn't really say that I could um, not well, either the... e, not listen No, it wasn't in it at all. It wasn't in it at all. And even the wee newspaper article I never picked up on. But the bit that got me was, so obviously when it comes out in the papers that he was cheating, mm-hmm. his pal, who was the one, the real guy that you had mentioned at the start, his pal, like, it reads the article, and you see him being like, and he ends up drinking. Why is the pal getting drunk? Because his pal's cheated. He doesn't actually like. You'd have thought of any other my ex-wife. I don't know. I just didn't make it. That bit didn't make any sense to me. Like he turned into a pure raging alcoholic, um, all because his pal cheated on his, his like his own wife with somebody else. I'm also going to be the devil's advocate here, right? See when he met the, I can't even remember the woman's name. I want to say Susan, but I don't know if it is. We'll, we'll the, blonde, the blonde, the blonde, the the yeah, the second wife. Uh-huh. So she comes with the chemist with toothache, uh-huh. and he's standing at the side of the pavement covered in mud. Aye. She invites him upstairs, mm-hmm. like right there. Yep. After what? Two seconds. Aye. Stranger Thirty danger. seconds of chatting. To him. Stranger danger. Now he looks anyway about ten, fifteen years older. Mm-hmm. All right, he's dressed smartly. Which anybody could be doing. Uh-huh. Now, in this day and age, anyway. Uh-huh. You don't do that. No. No. But even back then, I feel like no you wonder, would know. Well, no wonder there were so many like murders and that back then, because if that's the way they're acting, just inviting any Tom It was either A, very, very stupid, uh-huh. or B, overly trusting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, she was suffering with toothache, and she was maybe on... Medication for that. Oh, but, but still doesn't mean you say you invite any Tom Dick and Harry at your house. Well, that's or Charles. Because huh. he's named Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your joke? No, that was <laughs> not even intended. <laughs> but it was just really poor. Like, uh, it just didn't make any sense, man. The obviously, so like you say, you kind of see his his life essentially, and he builds. The kind of theme park, the zoo, yeah. empire, whatever it is that he's bought, that is Anadu. Which the whole time all I was thinking is the Olivia Newton John song. Xanadu. It's, it's a song. Anyway, um, and obviously they've built the big castle, which I don't think he ever, like, I think he built the castle and the castle was completed, but I think the actual like, full theme park was never completed because mm-hmm. obviously he died eh, and I think he ran out of funds and stuff like that as well. Um, but you see, obviously, him and the the new wife, kind of sitting in the big hall, with a big massive, kind of like fireplace, which looked essentially like they were burning a tree. But even with that big fire, right, it was all stone. And there was like, two couches in it, and that was it. How cold, would that be? No, it would have been. That'd have been so cold. Where was it set? Where was the film set? I don't even know. New York? I, we'll go for that. 
Nej, jag måste inte ut i New York en kvart eller något. Nej, sådär. Nej, jag måste i New York. För ehm, nej, Rick har ju kokt där vin. Det är inte så draftigt. Nej, vet du inte. Alltså, all those big gold houses vill du vinna. Ja, no. But it's just, I, and he needs to get more in furniture. Like, see from being a collector and collecting all these artifacts and, and stuff like that. Might want to get yourself some furniture, pal. Um, did you notice as well that obviously you've got the kind of main reporter guy who was the one that was like Rosebud? I want mm-hmm. to find out what that means. You never see his face. He's always got his back to the yeah, camera. So it's like you're looking, over, case. you're looking over his shoulder. I don't know why that was. No, me either. Uh, I don't even know what relevance it's got to the film. Like, why not just show you the guy's face? Mm-hmm. I know. Like, what's the point? What's the mystery? Um, so obviously, like you said, they want to find out why he's saying Rosebud. Mm-hmm. Turns out at the end of the film, Rosebud. <laughs> what? I mean, I spoil it. Well. I'm going to spoil it. Nobody's got to fucking no. watch. We've just criticised it for the last half an hour. <laughs> so, no, wait, wait. Go back. So obviously you see the reporters... They eventually all gather at the big castle, mm-hmm. obviously after he's passed away and the wife's since left, because um, they had divorced kind of years previously. He's actually just died alone in that big castle with kind of his servants, and that was him. So obviously they were going to photograph all the artefacts and yeah. statues and things that he's essentially collected, and that's where you find out he's a bit of a hoarder, and he pretty much kept on hold of everything and anything. And you see them kind of walking through and again they're talking away to each other and stuff like that. And it's like, did you ever find out what Rosebud was? And he's like, no, not really, not really. We never will. It might have just been one of these things that he always wanted to get, mm-hmm. but he never could. Um, and then you see them all kind of leaving and then it's like, what, what's going to happen to the place? And oh, they'll probably just... Uh, they'll burn it all. They'll burn it all. And then you see the them essentially gathered together all the kind of... Mm-hmm things that can be destroyed to then get destroyed because there's things that weren't, weren't really worth a lot. And that's when you see... Well, you find out that Rosebud is actually the name of his sledge. His sled. Which was a pure anti-climax. <laughs> it's like, I couldn't believe it. You've so, spent the last two hours trying to, like, oh, Rosebud might be, like, the name of his abandoned child. Maybe yep. it's his first dog. Maybe, yep. it, maybe it's... A childhood sweetheart, I don't know, but... Mm. It's a fucking sled. It's a sled. Uh-huh. But... Yeah. It was a sled. Like... And it's not even that, but again, like, it was one of those ones that they hadn't actually brought much attention to at the start of the film. See, when you well, said... he was running about playing. He it? was running about playing in the snow, uh-huh. the snowman. And I think it maybe been, like, one scene where you seen him with the sledge. And I... that was it. And see, then you just see them like bugging on at the fire and then it zooms in I, I and you see him. on top of the sledge Rosebud. See if you were the reporter. And you were just like, is that fucking it? Well, see if you were the reporter and you do find out. I know they don't, but if you did find out, mm-hmm. <laughs> how gutted would you be? You'd be like, I've, I've, spent, I've interviewed so many people. Uh-huh. I've spent ages trying to work it out. We spent like three hours on it. And it's a sledge. <laughs> and it's a sledge. I uh, just... Although, like I say, even if it was a, I don't know, even if it was his first pet, aye, something with some form of something more meaningful, sentimental value aye. rather than a weird toy for his childhood. Although I have slept on it and I was thinking, right, when I was also kind of writing bits and bobs up for for the podcast, my only thing that I can get from it is 
to him in his head, him being on that sled and that that bit was probably the last time that he can remember being happy, being potentially loved, mm-hmm. and being wanted. Because if you then think of that, the feel if you then go back on everything, he was constantly looking for attention yeah. for approval from that smallest thing that I can that I would take from it but it wasn't that big enough of a oh right okay that's that's the the uh, meaning to the film no I just didn't I thought it was a pure anti-climax like I think I've got more of a philosophy in life watching like it's a bug, like a bug's life or something like that I um, do watching that I googled yes. the best black and white movies of all time it's one for life well, number one on IMDb. Please don't. Citizen Kane. Shut up. Swear to God. <laughs> They've listed 82 films. Oh my God. That's the first Citizen one. Kane is the first one that came no. up. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I apologise if I offended anyone, but I just, I can't. I don't know it's if there's just... any. Um, any trivia on it? No, I'll get you some trivia in a minute. Okay. But I was, I was shocked that. What was number two? Well, you've got things like, like you say, It's a Wonderful Life is on the list. You've got um, there was one I watched, Schindler's List as well. And... I think that might be one as well. There was one I watched with my mum. I'll need to try and remember it. But it was really good. But it was like, it's all it is on for like three hours. But it's a kind of like rainy Sunday afternoon one. Mm-hmm. And we all watched it ages ago. Um, and that was really... I mean, there is really loads. Like you've got like... Casablanca and all these mm. world famous films. I think Red Jumbo, is that another black and white one? Um, there's another list from another website. Mm-hmm. Number one, Citizen K. What? And then I Casa- you... Casablanca's fourth. Ugh, it, great Expectations is 10th. It's a Wonderful Life was 11th. 11th? So. Are these, like, I don't know what we missed. I think we've obviously missed something. I don't know what, what we missed. But, like, it wasn't, like, I know you were kind of like, oh, not really looking forward to this. But you went in with, right, we're going to watch it, we're going to pay attention to it because obviously we have got the, the, the podcast. But it wasn't as if I was going into it, as if, like, oh, I don't, I, I'm not going to enjoy this, like, straight away. Uh-huh. You were I wanted kind of, to like it. You were going in with an open mind. Aye. That I'm now just like, I don't get the hype. Do you want to hear some trivia on This that? is where, like, uh, see this poster? Like, I know, there are some on it that you're just like, really? You sure? And then other ones that you're like, why is that not on that? Do you want to hear some trivia? Hit me with it. So, film got an awful lot of publicity. Did it? It was a box office flop. Oh. Which... Why. <laughs> wonder why. <laughs> it was only, um, it was re- re-released to the public in the mid-1950s. Mm. But it got... Um, nominated for nine uh, Oscars and it was booed every single time that they announced the cat- like that film for that category because it was that bad um, but once it could be released it was obviously became popular and Cause it was more I, I don't know why Orson Welles who um, directed it and he was Kane yeah. he was accused of being a communist Aye, so, um, in order to he wanted to, the guy that accused Orson Welles of being a communist did it to try and stop the film from being released. Don't know why. Don't know who the guy was. Sure. 
See when he's doing his speech to make the government to be the governor. Yeah. He's a uh, the audience is actually had just a photograph. It's just a photo of people. Oh really? Aye. It's not like a crowd or anything like that. To be fair, they really take much. No, nearly that. Um, but basically, to give the illusion of movement, hundreds of wee holes were pricked in with a pin, and lights moved about behind it. Which, considering it's nineteen forties, is actually yeah, quite some clever. Good special effects. Aye. Aye. Okay. That's quite clever. I'll I give thought. him that. I'll give him that. Um. One line by Kane: "Don't believe everything you hear on the radio." So. Aye, the boat. Aye. Basically, uh, they're saying that that's construed as a sly wink from Orson Welles to those who panicked upon hearing his radio broadcast of War of the Worlds. So the original War of the Worlds, mm-hmm. Orson Welles yep. played the guy and when he did his radio announcement, everyone panicked. Uh-huh. And now that's what I'm saying. It's a wee way of saying, don't believe everything you hear on the radio. So like combine the two films together. Oh, these guys. Clever. Clever. What would you get out of five? Um, I'm going to be generous and say uh, a two. I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, 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 th- I feel like it's... Just uh, don't watch it, man. Yeah, just, Save yourselves two hours. If you're going to watch... Listen to this podcast, please, <laughs> and you'll enjoy it more. If you're going to watch... Yeah, I, I just... It just didn't... It just didn't do anything for me. No. I didn't, I didn't do anything for me. I was really disappointed. I'm, I'm annoyed, though, because, I, like you say, you were one of those ones where you're like, oh... Well, you'd obviously know it's a class like that kind. It's on the list, and you're kind of like, right. And I do think like old-fashioned films. People don't really tend to watch them as much anymore. I know that I'm just like, no, I want to enjoy this. I do I think want... we are quite good at going back and watching older films. Ah, uh, but like proper, like way, way, way mm-hmm. back in the day. I think Casablanca is on that. Uh, it is. Um, yeah, that I'm just like. Nah. I'm annoyed that I didn't like it, but I I did try. Like I did. Try. No, it's it's not something I'm ever going to watch again. No. And I don't really think I'll recommend it to anyone, ever. No. I think it's going to be one of these ones that see in the future if you will say, oh, have you ever watched that since the game? You'll be like, mm, aye. And aye. you're going to do that face that I've just done, although you can't see it, but you're going to do that, mm, aye. Two have got a face for the podcast anyway, Bubs. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Have you decided... We we'll need to pick what we're watching next week, won't we? Right, okay. Have you had a thought? Right, okay. So, so have you had a thing? I've had a thought that I'm just going to copy what you did last week. Because I mean, do, do, we really, do we really want to? It's one of those systems, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I mean, it was completely broke. So what I need from you is to pick a number between 1 and 100. Oh that's God. not number 67, because that was system key. Okay. I mean, I did set the bar really high this last week, so... You get the you get the name of the film wrong, so you did. Like you know, after we'd watched it. Like, right, go pick a number. I'm gonna go with um preferably one I can count to. Okay. Well it's in tens, <laughs> if that helps. Um let's go with number thirty eight. And if they've already watched it, no. ask me left or right. And I don't even know how to say it. Is oh. it in Bruges? In Bruges? Yeah, in... sure. Not heard of that at all. In Bruges, I think it's. In Bruges? I don't know if it's in Bruges or in Bruges. Right, okay. Um. I 
I feel like we might need to check that so, we've actually got that one or not first. We'll need to find it. Uh-huh. Hopefully we've got that. If not, we'll maybe <laughs> pick another <laughs> one in the meantime. Pick something else to let's We're going with that. It's um, okay. directed by Martin McDonough. Oh, I him. Just in case she's wanted to have a bit of information on it. Okay. So join us next week for another classic episode of Three Film Shady. Oh my god. I feel like we might need to go back to the old system of that one's gonna be if it's gonna be as bad as that we'll... Look, we need to watch them anyway. We do. Oh are you kidding me right now? What? You moaned. <sighs> That's because you like, picked an absolute shanner. You technically <laughs> picked the number. You picked the system. But the whole time we're like, oh, there's rubbish, there's rubbish. And I'm like, look, it's on the list, so we're going to need to watch it at some point, so just be glad that it's done. And you'd be like, oh. But so I just want someone to pick Rocky or something like that. Well, why did you not just pick it then? You had well, the option. It's, it's fine. We need to play the game now. We right. Don't. Let's wrap this up. I've spent too long talking about this bloody okay. film. No worries. Um, so as ever, guys, if you do want to get in contact with us, uh, we are on Twitter at film underscore shady. Uh, get in contact any films you want us to watch, any opinions you have on the podcast, if you actually did like Citizen Kane, <laughs> <laughs> please let us know. Um, but as for us, that's it. See you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>